Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you download DraftKings Sportsbook, you can use promo code DNVR, make your first deposit, and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's only with promo code DNVR and only at DraftKings Sportsbook. I am Patrick Lyons. And I am Susie Hunter. Patrick, are you ready for another fantastic Rockies homestand, which starts today, Tuesday, the day we're recording? A lot of energy in the building for the next three days, obviously, with the Cardinals in town, partially because they're the Cardinals, but mostly because Nolan Arenado will be there. And Corey Dickerson, let's let's not forget to, to show him some love there as a former Rocky. Without him, the Rockies would not have Edmond Marquez, so we will, can't forget that. And then, yes, three games against the Arizona Diamondbacks in a battle for the basement of the NBA. <laughs> that basement's looking real dark and covered in cobwebs. <laughs> It's dank down there. It's, it's, it's very dank. dank. <laughs> we got to acknowledge a couple uh, award winners uh, in the past week for the Colorado Rockies. Do a little dabbling in the minor leagues and talk about the upcoming Field of Dreams game that will be debuting uh, for the second year now. So it's not so much a debut, uh, but it is the debut of the Cardinals and Cubs. We'll break that down as well as maybe what the future of these special events could be. And of course, we're going to have a little bit of fun in our final segment, but Bud Black on Tuesday, before we got a chance to talk with him at the stadium was on Sirius XM network radio and just had some general updates on Chris Bryant. You know, he's in a walking boot at the moment. We know with his plantar fasciitis, not sure if it's uh, something will he'll return back at some point this season. The fact that Harrison Bader was acquired by the Yankees with plantar fasciitis and they gave up one of their top starting pitchers in Jordan Montgomery makes you think, okay, well, the Yankees have hope that in Bader's case, his plantar fasciitis, he'll be able to play through it, be productive. Maybe that'll be the case for the Rockies and Chris Bryant. We'll kind of wait and see what happens. Yeah, for sure. Although I feel like the Yankees have a little bit of wiggle room in terms of their stars. Meanwhile, Chris Bryant is the Rockies' big expensive star. So, you know, I I, I get the panic. I get the panic, but it's promising. It is in what's all of, yeah. What's else promising, of course, we know is El Hiris Montero. It's kind of his time to shine right now. It was pointed out that right now his exit velocity is comparable to two other all star third baseman, Rafael Devers, Austin Riley, which it's been fantastic to see. I mean, there's very rarely the, the fans get what they want necessarily when they, what they yes. want from the team. 
you, you might not know this about pro wrestling, but pro wrestling fans, because it's creative, you go, oh, we want to see this guy do really well, and we're tired of seeing that guy. And a lot of times, their voice gets unheard. But in this case, the fan said, give us more Montero, and maybe it could be coincidental, or maybe the Rockies did hear them and say, all right, fine, you want Montero, you got him, and he's been playing really, really well. I will say about this, so uh, to me, this tells me that the fans know best, so they should be taking all of their cues from what people are saying on Twitter, because that was the big one. <laughs> well, you've heard what's been trending lately, uh, what they've been saying about you, so are you, are you sure you might want to run that statement back? Are you, you, have you heard what they're saying about you, <laughs> no. Patrick? Hashtag fire Patrick Lyons. One uh, guy yeah. tweeted that. One guy, one guy. Oh, that's true. That did happen. We Actually, it's a thing that, that happened. Just one That was guy, a big though. day for me. That was a big day for me. You know, you've made it if people are gunning for you. So that was, I was flattered. So maybe, maybe they do know something, those fans out there. Uh, well, Buddy that Elf also Blake. came from the dude who says that Bud Black is getting fired every single day. So. Anytime you're put in the same class as a Bud Black, I mean, you're doing something right in life. So I was like, wow, oh my gosh, me and Bud? All right, I guess we're going to have to go into business together. The two of you. What would you guys do as a business together if you both got fired? Well, first we would put all of our money together in a pile and then split it. I mean, that would obviously be the first thing, I think. That would, of course, yeah. yeah. I feel like you guys would have a really good sports history podcast because you love talking about just – just old timey athletes. Yeah, we. we and you're both little... like kind of encyclopedias. Uh, Bud has like such a such a vast knowledge. I feel like he's never forgotten anything in his whole life. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll do some sports media business for sure. Maybe a little consulting on the side. You know, I I could do a good job of just setting up the pitching clinics, and then Bud will just show up for an hour, do his talk, and then I'll I'll deal with the rest of the the kids and the teenagers or whatever for the next seven hours but hey but i got bud here and then we'll kind of sort it out there so that he's the get you know he gets people in it does uh he, yeah. he was excited about the get that the rockies had there and denilson lament we know i uh, haven't seen him yet pitch for the rockies that should be coming here pretty soon i imagine this week he's on the 26 man roster we'll get a chance to see him for the first time today did mention that you know there's some chance they, they're still tinkering with some things with Lamette and figuring out, you know, do they want him to become a starting pitcher again? Probably not going to be something that happens this year. They do need to stretch him out, uh, but he could be in line for uh, some additional innings to stretch out in the winter leagues. And then come spring training 2023, Rockies could have another guy, uh, you know, maybe at the back end or in the middle of their starting rotation. And as we know, in Colorado, you certainly can never have enough starting pitching. Interesting that you suggest that they might want to, they might consider stretching him out to be a starter. Cause we know uh, Ashton Godot was kind of being stretched out to be a starter before he was DFA just a couple of days ago. So maybe they're trying to fill that void. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Yeah. The, the last thing, cause I don't think we talked about it last week. The, the, it was the first question that buddy was asked was about yeah. the vibe at Petco park on Wednesday for Soto's first game. It was sold out. It's actually, I think, sold out before they got Juan Soto because they were giving away like a sweatshirt. It was just a T-shirt with a hood on it. It was kind of nice. If you're a Padres fan, it was like nice. a so long sleeve T-shirt. Yeah, it was like T-shirt material that had a hood on it, but they called it a sweatshirt, and so it was. And you didn't get me one. Uh, they, they only one was given out uh, to our company. So uh, I'll, I'll have to talk with the people that were on that trip. Wow. And we'll have to figure out where that one. Uh, was allocated uh, to our company. Why would you, you would wear a, a Padre sweatshirt? I'd wear it to bed. 
Okay. <laughs> I'd wear it with right. my self-tanner. There you go. That could work. But the game was already <laughs> sold out. This isn't going to age so well. Much. This is not going to age well. I just know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Katie Wu's getting her, her, her St. Louis card taken away. And so now your your Rocky Phantom card. Now it's it's be it's up for debate. You're now in a gray area here. You don't want to be. But no. but Wednesday was where you wanted to be in San Diego. The park was electric, man. It was and then that first inning, obviously, in the Grand Slam by Brendan Drury. That was while a lot of people were talking about how that was quite possibly for a regular season game, maybe the loudest that they had ever seen, or as electric as they had ever seen it. It was that was that was the one place you wanted to be on Wednesday night in the baseball world. And uh, so just, just having a seat in the house for that was, was really interesting. The, the crowds were really good leading up to that day as well. So it didn't seem like much of an increase, but not an empty seat in the house. And so that was really interesting. And, uh, and despite all the players that the Padres received at the trade deadline, they were swept over the weekend by the Los Angeles Dodgers in three straight. I was a little surprised by this. I was surprised too. I was like, all right, here come the Padres. Like this is ushering in a new era. Then of course they get swept by the last people they want to get swept by. But I don't think Manny Machado was quite phased by it from what I have seen him saying. Yeah, it was a uh, plus 16 run differential. So they <sighs> Dodgers won 8-1, 8-4, So they kind of won in, in just about every fashion. And it, it really made me think, you know what? As, as much of a, a roster the Padres have put together similar to the Harlem Globetrotters. I I am still not convinced that they're, they can beat the Dodgers. The Dodgers just, they, they've got their number. They are the better team. Despite the fact that the Padres brought in Drury, Soto, Bell, Hader got swept. All of this just to get swept by the Dodgers. An yeah. Vin was obviously to, looking down. An expensive way to get swept. It is, yeah. Vince Scully obviously looking down. You know, they had uh, mm. their their ceremonies and uh, a moment of silence and and whatnot. So that was, uh, you know, there was a little extra, you know, firepower there in the house for the Dodgers and mm. and Dodgers fans. But that uh, that that did not convince me that the the Padres were some kind of team to beat. They may be one of the best teams in the NL. I don't think we can deny that. But are they better than the Dodgers right now? Obviously not. Obviously not. I also thought it was interesting that. Since the trade deadline, and this goes through Sunday, so we'll throw out Monday's games and Tuesday, but uh, since the trade deadline, Joey Gallo was traded from the Yankees to the Dodgers. Mm -hmm. Well, his new team in L.A. was 6-0, and and his old team, the Yankees, which we learned from Katie Wu, they got swept by the Cardinals in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. The Yankees have been 0-5. So talk about, like, uh, total opposites there for Joey Gallo. You know what? I want this for Joey Gallo because he was so sad at the end of his tenure with the Yankees. Even before he knew he was going somewhere, he was just like, yeah, I, I failed the Yankees. I felt so bad for him. That What a what a burden. What a weight. So I'm glad that he is finding success and that he can kind of win the breakup a little bit. And I think that's that's one of the key points too about Gallo being upset because so many times we see a player go to the Yankees and as soon as they put on the pinstripes, they're just a better version of themselves either, you know, because the coaching has been really, really good. Um, or again, there's just something magical about the pinstripes at times. And for him, that wasn't the case. I think that's also one of the biggest differences between the Dodgers and Padres right now is the Dodgers can take just about anybody walking off the street 
and make them a better version of themselves. That's something that the Rockies have had issues with. I mean, you look at their roster right now and you say, who has been better with the Rockies than elsewhere? Connor Joe would really almost be that that only guy he's been slumping, you know, for the past about five weeks. Um, And you could say, well, also he's been healthy really for the first time was finally given an opportunity. So you could, you could give him most of that credit, but you know, just want to be fair and not say it's, it's literally nobody, but there hasn't been too many guys that when they get to Colorado, they are made better. Denelson Lamette is going to have that opportunity. Are the Rockies going to be able to make him better? The Dodgers do that with their players. Padres. I haven't seen that that much from them. I haven't seen them acquire a guy who's okay, good, or very good and then take them to that next level like the Dodgers almost always do and the Yankees typically do. What are they what are they putting in the the Gatorade out there that is just making these guys so much better the second they become Dodgers? If it were 2001 or 2002, I think we would know what was in that magical Gatorade. <laughs> I think there might be a syringe of Gatorade perhaps, but in 2022 it's a it's a little bit different. Uh what's not different is Connor Joe getting acknowledged for the great work that he's done. He was the Rockies 2022 heart and hustle award winner. This is something that's given out by the MLB players alumni association, which is actually has their home offices down in Colorado Springs, which is kind of a small world. So super random someone from every team uh, gets nominated and this year. It was Connor Joe. So that was cool. I know. And I mean, who has more heart and hustle than Connor Joe? So this award is to honor active players who demonstrate a passion for the game of baseball and embody the values and spirit and traditions of the game. And who has more spirit than Connor Joe and who has just more of a story of hustle? Very few people. So very, very deserved for sure. Yeah, this is a, this is an award that's been around for, I guess, a little more than like 15 years. And so I wanted to go back and look because I can remember some of the names but not all of them. I, I was thinking, okay, Ian Desmond has won this a couple times for the Rockies. But no, that's the Roberto, Roberto Clemente Award because of mm. all the charitable work he's done. So I was like, okay, let's kind of go back and look. 2021, Ryan McMahon. There was no award in 2020. 2019, Tony Walters. And you go, Papers! got a lot of heart and a lot of hustle. 2018, Trevor Story. And that was, a t- again, he, he only had two years in the majors by that point. Uh, going into 2018, 2016 and 17, Charlie Blackman, 2015, DJ LeMahieu, 2014, Corey Dickerson, 12 and 13 was Michael Kadire, 10 and 11 was Troy Tulowitzki, 2008, 2009, Clint Barmas, again, another guy you think about heart and hustle, 2007, Troy Tulowitzki, that was his first time, that was his rookie season, so he's the only three-time winner of the award in franchise history, and Jamie Carroll won it in 2006 shout out to Roy Halladay who was the heart and hustle award winner for all of MLB in 2010 a Colorado guy so yeah uh, it's really nice to to have these kind of little awards and acknowledge the players for some of the things they're doing off the field as well as on the field this this is heart this is hustle this is on the field stuff so congrats to Connor Joe yeah congrats and he's in good company on this list too good for him Definitely. Good for us because, look, we've got some great coverage on the DNVR.com right now. Zach Stevens, Ryan Konigsberg. we got Hank Chisholm now. Good old Hank. Yes! He's crushing it over there. Uh, and you can crush it for only 50 cents for your first month on the DNVR.com. You get all kinds of great membership perks, like a bigger beer down at the DNVR Bar 2.0. It's coming up very soon. You can be there for that. But in the meantime, we got a tailgate coming up on Saturday for the first uh, I want to say spring training game, but first preseason game, <laughs> pre-season. first scrimmage, first exhibition. Uh, it's fall training is really what it should be, but it's in the summer. So 
none of it makes sense. Uh, but what does make sense, again, is the DNVR bar, because you get a price break if you do want to go to that tailgate. And if you're ready to go all in on an annual membership, you'll actually get a free shirt from dnvrlocker.com. Can't beat that much like you can't beat the delicious taste of the Breckenridge Brewery Avalanche Ale. That was the brew all throughout the postseason in the NHL, all throughout the Stanley Cup Finals. They did it. They raised the cup. Now you can raise a six-pack or a 12-pack, whatever it may be, of Breckenridge Brews, Avalanche Ale, anywhere you pick up your alcohol. Supers, Costco, Sam's Club. You big on Sam's Club there, Susie? I'm not a member. I'm not a member. I wish I was. I, I don't. I'm not a member to any of the bulk, the bulk shopping places because I don't. I'm just one, one woman. How can I buy in bulk when I can't sure. commit to, to that much stuff, that much of one thing? But you can pack it away. So if you get your avalanche ale, you'll always have it in the fridge, no matter what. It's probably I, a year supply. It's probably a year I, supply if you were to go. I guess I could. I guess I should start stocking up because it is some good stuff. Yeah, and, and now's that time of year again to get back into it. Abs are about to get going here right around the corner before you know it. And then again, Breckenridge Brewery Avalanche Ale. They did a great job of giving away all kinds of free tickets and swag all throughout the Stanley Cup Finals. So go ahead and help them out just a little bit. And help yourself by getting in on some of the hottest sports action for some cold hard cash with DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet on your favorite sports all summer long and gear up for the football season. You can do that right now. New customers, you get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Just make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't hit, guess what? You get another shot at a big win. That's called hedging your bet. I love to live my life in that capacity where, you know what? If I go all in over here, that's I'll feel great if I win. But if I go this other route, I can maybe get two bites of the apple, and I love apple. Now, if you love getting in on the action, you got to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code DNVR. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 with code DNVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customer only, minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for detail. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling one 800 522 Four seven zero zero. Big props to Win Bernard, the July Player of the Month in the Pacific Coast League. It might not be Bernie Boy Summer in Denver, but it definitely is all throughout the West Coast. Oh yeah, Coast League. Yeah, congratulations to Win Bernard. Uh, we of course always love to see. He's got a great story too, but he has just been dominating this July. He, so in the month of July, eight doubles, three triples, five homers, 25 RBI, and 10 stolen bases. Absolutely unreal. It's his career best season. Yeah, he's crushing it. He's, he's leading the Pacific Coast League and uh, in, in batting average as of the weekend. Second in hits, third in runs scored, third in RBI with 74, fourth in stolen bases. So he's an MVP, he's a legit MVP candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, down in AAA, and and it's it's strange too for anyone who might not follow the minor leagues closely. Like you could be an MVP in AAA, so one step away from the majors, and still not get that phone call to to get called up, which is a shame. But again, teams are watching, teams are paying attention, and so you know what? If uh, Win doesn't get that opportunity, he may get it may go elsewhere to another organization where he does finally get that shot. So 
Uh, we, we wish him nothing but the best there. Victor Juarez was recently named the California League Pitcher of the Week. That was for last week. Uh, had a dominant performance against the rival San Jose Giants. Career-high six scoreless innings. Uh, got his fifth win. Two hits, one walks, seven strikeouts. Career-high. It's actually his second Pitcher of the Week award. Joining Mr. Backflip himself, Hunter Goodman. Is that his official Mr. nickname? It, I think it has to be. I think it has to be because, again, we don't know of any other current players who can backflip. So I think it's him. That's his name. He could be the backflipping batflipper. I mean, that's very wordy, but it also sounds dope. The backflipping batflipper? It sounds like someone's going to get hurt. Yeah, you are going to get hurt if you mess with Hunter Goodman. I mean, that. that <laughs> That's that's kind of the whole point. Um, do you want to mention too that for uh, Winton Bernard, he's the uh, the the first isotope to win it since Taylor Motter last year. Had a little cup of coffee uh, with the Rockies. Mike Talkman won it in June of 2018, and then Ryan McMahon was the first Rocky to win it with the isotopes back in June 2017. And even before that, only one guy had won it when they were with the Dodgers. So. Um, it's, it's still kind of a rarity, you know, in that league, uh, to do so well, uh, Michael Tolia, he is, is now King Tolia. And I, I think you would know that because he does reign over, you know, one of the, the kingdoms uh, of which you, uh, had previously existed. <laughs> yes. He's the new home run King in double a Hartford with the yard goats. He's had 23 home runs. Wow. And also just saw very recently, like right before we started recording this, he posted on Instagram that he is moving up to AAA. So Ooh. yeah, big shout out. Saw, to- just saw it. So congratulations. He, of course, they, fans have loved him in Hartford and he's just been having an incredible season. So I'm excited to see him at that next level. Yeah. Big shout out to Kenneth Weber uh, of Purple Row. He was all over that. Talked about a couple of guys who mm-hmm. might be getting a promotion. There could be another one. He was right about Tolia. Mm-hmm. Could Zach Veen now be ticketed for Hartford? We're going to have to wait and see. We don't have confirmation of that at time nope. of recording, but Kenneth Weber was right about one of those things. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking he might have some good intel. Actually, I did talk to him. He does have very good intel. Uh, so <laughs> if I had to guess, yes, Zach Veen will be going to double A uh, very soon. They'll love him there too. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't know if you saw, but the Tampa Bay Rays, take a look at this logo. Tell me uh, if you like this. This is going to be their 25th anniversary logo next year, right? Mm -hmm. 1998, 2023, that's 25 years. What are your thoughts? You like that? You know what? I I feel like, even though there's not a lot going on, I feel like it's confusing. (laughs) Okay. I don't know why. It's just like, I... (laughs) It's fine. It's a fine logo. Yeah, I like it's like got there's... the ray on the left-hand side and uh, the – I forget what they call it. The, the sun ray or they call it like a sun spark, sun spark uh, on the right yeah. for their 25 years. And I, I pointed this out because it got me like really <laughs> excited for the Rockies and their 30th anniversary next year, 2023. Mm. We're going to be seeing some new logos. I don't know if uh, we're going to be getting a Todd Radom logo for that we hope so oh, that would be amazing friend of the program todd radom friend of the show that's right so uh we will be anxiously anticipating that uh this this uh, off season uh, when we get one of those did you see that the uh, there's gonna be another golf event uh, coming up here oh my gosh <laughs> but this was happening during the season uh Why but it's not right <laughs> 
because why not? But it's not happening at Coors Field. The Rockies no. are involved with it. It's happening at McGregor Square. It's more of a more of a putt putt situation. They're doing a Pixar putt. We've got some pictures of what it's looked like in other places that they've done this. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I was a little scared <laughs> by the characters. I know this one's fine. This one's fine. That's a fun looking golf cart, though. We should get that in as a bullpen cart. But I'm not sure yeah. if this one was in Chicago or not, because I think they've done it in three different cities. I know most recently was Chicago, but mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're just basically uh, blowing up anything from any Pixar movie. You know, there's a whole devoted. Do you know what this one is? From? I don't know. Like, I was just gonna ask you, what is this? Because it's it might scary. Be Toy Story, but I don't know. It's that. Toy Story. It's Toy, oh, Story. It Toy Story. Thank you. You're here. Uh, well, it, whatever it is, it's terrifying. This is the one that I think scared me a lot. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we've got some scenes from Pixar movies turned into. Uh, putting course. This is from Onward. I haven't seen a lot of these newer Pixar movies. Oh, this one looks fun, though. Yep, yep. You got an Incredibles one here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, one of the great reasons why, even if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you check out and even fast forward, too. That's fine. On the DNVR Sports or DNVR Sports 2.0 channel over on YouTube so you can get some of these visuals. Now, Susie, did you find out how much this costs? If not, I wanted to see... If you had a guess. How much it costs to do this? Yes. One ticket um, after after service fees. So there are going to be a couple of service fees. But do you have a guess? How much do you think? Uh, well, well, I mean, I have. I, square. I, I mean, way, I, I, I saw how much it is, but it's, it, it, okay. seems a little, it seems a little pricey. <laughs> it does. I mean, I kind of understand it. But, yeah, I, I think it is kind of quite pricey. It's like 31 face value for the cheapest. Now I think it's on the first week, it might be like 35 bucks, maybe even a little bit more than that. They went the service fees go up more. They do have uh Pixar putt after dark. I don't, that sounds strange. It uh, sounds like least. that head from toy story is going to yeah. scare the crap out of me. And no that's kids. All I hear. Like that's what that means is like legit. You have to be 18 and up to go. And so I, I don't know what the exact times are. I think it was like three o'clock to 10 o'clock. It's pretty much like every day for almost two months from September 3rd going all the way through to November. So uh, that'll be interesting. I mean, it's at McGregor Square, but I don't know where. Like, there's not a lot of open space. I'm curious to see where exactly they set this up in McGregor Square. But, yeah, there's going to be a lot of golf happening at Coors Field between that and the upper deck shooting the predict range that they're going to set up in October that they've already for sure. planned for. And all the general golfing that's going to take place in the off season because no postseason for Colorado. Yes. No, but we know no. that baseball dudes love to golf. They it's definitely just, do. It's just nature, you know, it's just the way it happens. Yeah. But like this, the price point of this putt, this Pixar putt thing concerns me just because I'm like, if you're bringing your kids, you're spending that much money yeah, on yeah. it. I think there's kids kids prices, but even still, how much less could it be, right? Maybe yeah, 20? yeah. That's I mean, eighteen holes versus nine, so you're probably going to be out there for maybe two hours, hour and a half. Uh, it, it's not cheap. You're right. It just not it cheap, just... not cheap for the fans. And I wonder if they'll have shirts. You can go get a shirt, but the shirts, you know, are going to be at least thirty five bucks. Of right? course, yeah. At least, but hey, at least all your favorite Pixar films. Come to life to then give you a nightmare later on. For better on. or worse. <laughs> I, could, could there be a nightmare that's for the better? I don't. 
Maybe. No, like the coming to life part for better oh, or right. worse. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, especially if you have got porcelain dolls like Ryan McMahon, you don't want them to come to life. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> I always come to life when I get a slice of sexy pizza. Oh or, my gosh. It's, but it's, it's so good. And it's not like, oh man, I'm just so depleted and I need some carbs. It's just a great slice of pizza. It gets all your taste buds tingling and going. There's four in the Denver area, Capitol Hill. Jefferson Park, Old South, Pearl, Park Hill. Sexy Pizza is as local as it gets. It got made from scratch each morning dough, hand-tossed deck oven pizza, and they donate to a range of different nonprofits right here in Colorado. So they are giving back, so you should give back to them just a little bit. Go to www.sexy.pizza. Yes, they were they were somehow able to secure that web address. Perfect www. URL. Yeah. Dot sexy dot pizza. Check out their about page for the donations link. You actually find out how you guys can kind of link up a little bit there. And they can support uh, your local nonprofit in the area. And if we're talking about in the area and talking about folks that are doing the best at what they do, it's Green Mountain Dental Group. They're going to get your teeth pearly white. They're going to make sure that they're going to take care of you no matter what you've got going on from just maybe a little cavity to a root canal to even if your molars need to be removed. Allie had to deal with that a couple years ago. And Green Mountain Dental Group made it a very good experience. A couple of us, you know, when we were younger, we kind of had some horror stories. Allie did not have that at all because she was at Green Mountain Dental Group, located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. And on top of that, too, you're going to get a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray exam with them. That's the same one that I use on my very own chompers. It's great. Love it. Yeah, your chompers look amazing. No, and you know what else looks sure. amazing? Feel the dream uniforms that just dropped. Do they look amazing? I I love them. I think so. I I personally love them, and my opinion is the only one that matters. So, yeah, we're going to see a matchup between the Cubs and the Reds, and these uniforms are looking perfectly old timey baseball for the Field of Dreams. Yeah, Thursday. uh, I'm not sure what time that's going down in the MLB network. Might be something around 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. But yeah, they got the throwbacks from 1910, 1911. The Reds cap is obviously unique. It's got that little ribbon uh, around the base of the cap, um, which which is, again, very different. But uh, I would be curious to see what it looks like backwards, right? Because it's got to look good for forward. Okay. Backwards. eh. The helmet is very strange looking. Have you noticed what the helmet looks like? You know, it looks weird as a helmet. It It looks, it's (laughs) it's doing a little too much as a helmet, but uh, you know what? It's, I'm still into it. Usually different makes me anxious, but you know what? I'm I'm curious to see them on. I'm okay with this. I'm at peace. I I will be able to sleep at night. I don't, I don't love it, but I'm okay with it. And then again, it could grow on me. The the helmets are going to just look like, I, I don't know. They're gonna look like they're gonna look like some kind of insect. Like I, I have the feeling that there's gonna have something like that going on. Hmm. And then for the Cubs, you know, again, if if you've dabbled in the world of Cubs, you you're familiar a l- little bit with this uh, logo of the bear holding a bat. So this has a very classic, almost timeless feel. So I think, and again, I I feel like I've seen this hat before around. So it's not like they're um, breaking into to something new. Similar to last year when the White Sox they had that cap. That had no logo on it, uh, but it was new era. And I was like, okay, this is kind of fresh. This is unique. Um, I feel like, you know, this has been around in, in some shape or form, but it's still really nice. Has a little fleck of, of red in there on the jerseys. So uh, that's that's going to be really exciting on, on Thursday. 
have those two teams there in Iowa, Dyersville, Iowa, on Thursday for the second ever Field of Dreams game. And then tonight, if you're watching this live, so Tuesday night, there's a minor league game going on. It's the first time that they are doing that. And, of course, they've got two teams from Iowa. They've got the Cedar Rapids Colonels, which is a high-A Midwest League team from Minnesota, and the Quad City River Bandits, uh, the the high-A team of Kansas City. And the reason that's so special is because when I first heard it, my ears perked way up because they said Quad City River Bandits. I reached out to my homie, and sure enough, he will be calling the game. Kyle Kerchival, we had him on during the offseason in a wonderful announcers roundtable with Mike Rice and Drew Goodman, talking to them all about, you know, What's it like calling play-by-play? And so he's going to be there on the Field of Dreams calling a game, a kid from Parker, Colorado, you know, getting this big opportunity. So he's he's pretty busy this week, but in the offseason, we'll definitely have him on to talk about what that experience was like because I could only imagine. Uh, yeah, this is absolutely the stuff dreams are made of to get to call a game at a place like this. Also, awesome for these minor leaguers who get to play a game at yeah. a place like that. I'm jealous. I I think they're going to be wearing like throwback uniforms too. Like I know I saw something about them having weird different like nicknames, like going back to, you know, the 1920s, whatever it was. Uh, but I, I haven't seen any uniforms just yet. So that'll be interesting. Uh, I think it was last week. The London series was announced back on for 2023. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. Cubs and Cardinals. So Cubs, again, are, are going to be at it, getting that game. But uh, it's strange that that happened in 2019. And then, you know, it takes them four years to get back. Obviously, it has everything to do with the pandemic. Did something happen? Did something major yeah. happen across the globe or they didn't something continue it happened. in 2020? No, I am so happy to see yeah. a lot of these things starting to come back. It's, you know, making the world feel a little normal again. Yeah, I think they even said like we we've got it planned through like 2026. So that they're they're going forward with a few more of these in the most recent CBA. You know, they talked about a lot more international games. Uh, San Francisco and San Diego next year are going to be playing a game in Mexico City, uh, which will be exciting. At least one game. I don't know if it's exhibition or if it'll be regular season. And then something that really went under the radar because I think this first kind of this first rumor came about at least a month ago. There, there very well could be a Paris series. Again, this was part of the CBA saying, let's try to do some different things. And so 2025, still got a way to go. Yankees, Dodgers are rumored to be those two clubs at the at Paris's Stade de France. That's where the France national team plays soccer. Uh, will be the first game in and on continental Europe. You okay with a game in Paris, Susie? I, that sounds, we, 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 I am. Uh, that sounds adorable, first of all. Um, I, yeah, that, I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Um, and yeah, it's cool to see baseball kind of spreading, spreading through Europe. Yeah. And with, you know, World Baseball Classic going on next year too. Yeah. So trying to dip their toe back into the, uh, those international waters. Cause you know, it, it's, it's a worldwide game, not this is quite the same as soccer, but MLB would love for it to be more of a worldwide game. And so these little events that they're going to take time. I mean, there's, there's going to be kids at the London series uh, or even the home run derby X. I, I finally caught up on some viewing and, uh, and watch that, uh, that went down 
in uh, in England last month. Uh, Paris series, I mean, all that stuff. They're going to be kids that are eight years old going and said, I saw this game. It was unlike anything. No one that I knew really played it, but that was what fascinated me. And you're going to get a, a player coming out of out of France. So the first maybe since Bruce Bochy. Bruce Bochy was born in France. Oh, no um, way. <laughs> yeah, I think he's going to be managing the uh, WBC team uh, next year uh, for France. So like these are the seeds that you have to plant mm-hmm. over time. And, it's uh, the long con. Let's sure. con all these kids into loving baseball so then they can hate their lives sometimes as adults. Amen. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. And speaking of of hating your life, we've got some tweets we need to take we've a look at. We've got some huh? tweets. We've got some <laughs> tweets. A lot happened in the <clears throat> world of baseball the past couple of days. Where do we even start? Where do we even start? Let's start with some Chris Sale news. So Chris Sale, as we have heard um, just this this Tuesday morning, broke his wrist riding his bike, got into a bike accident. So he is out for the rest of the season after being out for already most of the season. But I liked this take on it a lot. Um, if you're familiar with Boston at all, Chris Sale cruising down <laughs> Boylston. This is how I imagine he was riding that bike. Yeah, looking like one of the dudes from Rough Riders. I mean, Ooh, that was oh wow. Emphasis he, on rough. <laughs> he crashed into that car. That was my initial instinct. Was I was like, uh, it's got to be a minus two hundred bet on DraftKings Sportsbook that uh, we're gonna find out that it wasn't a bi- like a bi- bicycle bike, but a motorbike or maybe even like you know a lime scooter. And Chris Sale's got some money. He he can pay for his own scooter. He doesn't need to be renting them. Mm-hmm. You know, by the minute. Um, but it, it does very much sound like legitimately hurt himself on a bicycle. So uh, I'm glad I didn't, uh, lose a couple of units on that. But, but was that your initial thought of like, nah, can't, no, it couldn't have just been just a regular bicycle. Accident, you know what? Right? I've been trying to wrap my head around, like what possessed Chris sale to get on a bicycle and, and like ride it around. Like, where was he going? What's he doing? Was he riding for fitness? Was he like just traveling is that how he has decided to get around town i can't wrap my mind around it so it's giving me some fishy vibes for sure but i can mm. only imagine how mad chris sale he probably took the bike and just like broke it into a million pieces after it broke his wrist very true i could see that yeah i think i only caught half of the some of the details i think there may have been a concert or a couple of concerts at fenway so he was going to rehabilitate at Boston College. So he's riding his bike around Boston. I I don't bike because I'm just afraid of. Just, I'm afraid you know, of breaking my wrist or I, something I, else. Well, I'm afraid of cars. I mean, running is yeah. fine because you're supposed to run against the grain of traffic. So you can actually like see the car. Like if you're just walking, someone could run, just run you over from behind. You can't see them. Yeah. Same, same is also true on a bicycle. But at the same time, you you are a, a wheeled vehicle. So you're kind you're of a vehicle with a the cars. Bit. Exactly. You know? So you're going the opposite way. And so when you're on foot, you can jump out of the way a lot easier than on a bike. So I don't, I mean, even in Boulder, when I lived in Boulder, it's like there are tons of bike lanes and even still it's sketchy, man. So I can only imagine how sketchy it is in Boston. Yeah. I mean, I've lived in Boston. No one knows how to drive there. Literally not a single person. So. <laughs> and apparently not Chris Sale. So there we go. And apparently not Chris Sale either. So he fits right in. I am concerned for him. All right, now we're going to take it down the eastern seaboard to Philly a little bit. So over the weekend, Pete Rose 
was at Citizens Bank Park. And it went exactly how you would imagine Pete Rose going to Citizens Bank Park is. He caused all kinds of problems, including calling a female reporter babe. She was asking about the sexual assault. I guess not quite assault. It's assault because it was a a minor. Mm -hmm. This is all alleged. Asked if his presence sends a negative message to women. He says, I'm not here to talk about that. It was 55 years ago, babe. Called a female reporter, babe. But I did like this take. I thought it was funny. I think it was nice of Pete Rose to remind everyone why it's a bad idea to invite him to MLB alumni events. We don't see him in a lot because he's banned. I was, I was really hoping that the the bad news to report on with Pete Rose would have been, you know, he he set up a game of, of craps or he's shooting dice, you know, up against <laughs> Citizens Bank Park. That would have been a lot, hell of a lot better than, you know, kind of what he put, got his, uh, he stuck his foot in his mouth, to say the least. So You know what? Um, they had him on the, the TV broadcast too. And he said some words that you're really not supposed to say on TV uh, quite a few times. So I feel like that on its own could have been funny until yeah. all of this was happening. So it's like, okay, you know what? This is. We were going like... to laugh with you, but we don't want to do anything with you. So yeah, he tried to have his big poppy moment, huh? And it yeah. didn't, didn't work. He's like, didn't no, 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 no. This is our city, Pete. Not, not, you know, <laughs> this is ours. Not all of ours, you know? Yeah. He started some drama. Pete Rose also, when my uncle was a kid, told my uncle to go F himself as a child. Okay. Yeah. As a child. Yeah. Not great. Typical Philly look. stuff, but I was just like, wow, that's a story. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. All right. Next tweet. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, as I clear my throat. So we know I love baseball families, and I love what the Diaz family did for the Mets Reds series. They wore half and half jerseys, one half for Edwin, one half for Alexis. Mets Reds combo jerseys, go Meds. <laughs> I like that. That works. That I mean, they do look a little like the Futures game uniforms, right? Where they had they kind of do, game. yeah. Uh, obviously, we know here in the Denver market that it was very, uh, very uh, cheesy, maybe is the word. That wasn't the word I wanted to look for, but uh, it, it was cheesy in the late 90s to have the half Avalanche Patrick Waugh, half Rockies Larry Walker jersey, the Royker, um, yes. which is hard to find. Now it's one of those things where you go, all right, if you can find that. You wear that out. That's a real statement piece, to Mm -hmm. say the least. And in fact, when we did our top 100 numbers from zero to 99, it's it's hard when you've got two Hall of Fame players wearing number 33. So what did we do? We used the Royker jersey to represent 33. So it's not uh, cheating because it's a jersey that people wear. (laughs) It 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 actually exists. You're right. It it isn't cheating in that capacity. Thank you. It is not. (laughs) All right. Now speaking of some questionable attire this is mm. more questionable than the meds jersey um there not the this rest. is like one of those facebook ad hats they have them for all the mlb teams but the rockies one is hysterical because it's check out this hat it is just this like absolutely yoked oh. dinger as a catcher what is yeah, that? that's like a that's a Groupon cap. That's that's kind of the stuff if you look in the Groupon marketplace too. This is absolutely. Yeah, that, oof, it's a yeah, cap here, for kids. If you scroll, right? 
I don't know who this is for. I that's don't know not, who the target no way audience adults is. Are wearing that, but that <laughs> does the way me... adults are wearing that. But yeah, here if you scroll down a little, we can look at some of the other ones from some of the other teams. Ooh, I yeah. did not. So this makes me think of like a a somewhat of a <laughs> league, league of extraordinary gentlemen. I mean, so the Mariner Moose. Uh, I don't think that's his exact name. He does not look yoked out. No, he in, looks in scared. But the okay. the Cubs the Cubs bear looks Clark, terrifying. Clark is looking a little jack there. I mean, I'd be down for that. I'd be down. We've got a snake wearing a uniform with arms. Come on, that a one's snake lazy. Snake with arms. That one's bad. So you I guess he's better a, than that. He's a dragon. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that one's good. The Ray, the animatronic. Scary dude. looking Ray. And I guess he's got know, catching equipment on. He's a left-handed catcher. Oh my gosh! Go back to that one. He's a left-handed catcher, <laughs> right? Because he's got he's got the chest protector on. Yeah. And he's a lefty. He's throwing with his left. Oh come on! Quality control. What is going on? <laughs> That's I will, what Patrick is mad about. Not the fact that all of these mascots are are ripped. It's. The left-handed catcher on the hat. Susie, all of these mascots are drinking special Gatorade, as we've established. They're, they're drinking the special Gatorade. They all went to Dodger Stadium and had it. They did. <laughs> Dodger Dog and some special Gatorade, a lot of protein and, and testosterone in those beverages. I, I'm legit. I, I'm now, the wheels are turning. I'm like, man, that would be a fun little comic book for kids and baseball fans and baseball collectors of like, okay, all of the mascots kind of band together. And in the off season, they fight crimes and they go on all kinds of crazy adventures. Like Look at you and on. your imagination. It's, it's not imagination to me. This is just not, this just, just flows. Like it's just out there in the ether. I can just see the possibilities. And then you can have special walk-ons from such former mascots as Dandy are we familiar with Dandy? Which one's Dandy? All right. Take a second now if you're listening to this. What team? Don't Google. You're looking at your Google machine. Just stop No, I'm think. not. I'm clearly not. What team would Dandy hmm. think? You got the name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the New York I forgot Yankees. about this guy, and I so, kind of wish I continued to forget about this guy. It was literally for about two se- two or three seasons, I want to say from like 79 to 81, 82. It was very, very brief that the Yankees had a mascot. we got to get Ryan Spielberg's on because I already have several, several spreadsheets right now on the history of mascots in MLB. The Astros have had like eight different mascots. Like that they've brought out like from like a short period of time. They had like uh, an armadillo guy. They had a Yosemite Sam looking character. It, it gets all kinds of craziness. But but Dandy could come on for a quick little walk on. And that that's the comic that would sell the most, I think, is when they go back in time. Yeah, here, check, check your slack because I put a picture of Dandy in there. He's... As terrifying it's as an unfortunate I remember. Shape as well, but yeah, very, a very unfortunate shape is. Oh, he's got disturbing. the late seventies mustache, you know, like a goose gossage, Sparky Lyle type situation. And yeah, that that poor child who's looking at Dandy is still going to therapy to this day. Yes, he is. Yes, and everybody he is. else in the photo is dead. <laughs> oh my God, that's not from age but because of the curse of Dandy. Okay, now I'm making things up. Like, uh, the imagination. See, it could be bad. It you, uh, your, y- your imagination has gone off the rails. Let's bring it back on the rails. 
so we can close out this show with a little bit of structure. Let's. Yeah, but that's all the tweets I got for you. Um, I'm very mad you brought up Dandy because he's so scary. <laughs> that's a strange one, isn't it? It's a strange one. That's a very strange one. Yeah, this this offseason, uh, you'll be waiting with bated breath. We will hit you with that that mascot pod uh for the next three days uh, you're going to be hit, get hit with all kinds of stuff with the rockies and cards feltner freeland and marquez are the projected starters for the rockies for the cardinals miles michaelis jose quintana and dakota hudson is a maybe katie Wu talked to us yesterday and said it could be andre palante the young rookie maybe that's what goes down on that we'll have more updates from the stadium uh, on Twitter, in particular, at DNVR underscore Rockies. I'll be doing my thing at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. And I'll be doing my thing at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And we've, thanks to Dandy. No thanks to Dandy, really. No uh, thanks! We've got a little bit of momentum. <laughs> um, but you know what they truly say about momentum? It's only as good as your next show. So we'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>